brought to you by TV Fan Online, your one-stop source for daytime news, gossip, opinions, and more. My name is Lisa. And my name's Luke. In this week's episode, we are going to be discussing the top five things we are thankful for in daytime. In daytime or daytime soaps? Daytime. Uh-oh. Well, mine's focused mainly on soaps. Well, Lisa, ladies first. What's well, your top five? Like I always say, in absence of a lady, I'll go. Okay. Um, my number five thing that I'm grateful for in honor of Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Uh, and just a little side note, we don't talk about these things before we go on air. So these top fives are a surprise to us. So... Just take that in account when we're discussing these. My number five is, it's still a fantasy to me. What's still a fantasy? Soaps are still a fantasy to me. That's why it's my top, is my number five thing I'm grateful for, that it is still a fantasy for me. It's an escape. I can pretend that I'm Kendall Hart on All My Children or Dinah Lee Snyder. Or Dinah was my next one. Dinah Marlar on Guiding Light or Kayla on Thanks for Our Lives. I can pretend that I'm one of them and it's all in fun and I can, you know, get away from my own world for a while and and it, it's worth it. It's still, most of the time it's still fun and and that's what I like about soaps. So as much as we bash them and as much as we think that the soaps are getting rusty around the edges, mm-hmm. it's still a fantasy even though it is well, a little bit of rusty? Right, it's still not maybe fantasy. Sometimes it's a fantasy, um, like when the the romance kicks in. The very limited romance, romance that we see on soaps kicks in, and you know, or a, you know, really funny line or something that looks really fun, like when Reva went and raced cars when she was sick, or, you know, in the karaoke, um, that kind of thing. That's fun. I. I would live in that soap for a little while. I, I don't want to get amnesia and get well, and I've always wished that I don't it. remember and <laughs> stuff like that. But, you know, it's still an escape, and I like that about soaps. I always w- have wished I had, like, Adam Chandler money or there you go. Victor stuff Newman like money. Power to just wield across the little people, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. What's your number five? Well, my five is a little bit more traditional, and in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I figured I'd just mention... When it comes to daytime, when I think of things I'm thankful for, for <clears throat> every year, soaps pull out the stops. Well, they don't necessarily pull out the stops, but every year you're having a coming together of the families for Thanksgiving dinner. And whether it be the Quartermains on General Hospital with pizza, whether it be mm-hmm. the Hortons in their bar, whether it be the Canes at Pine Valley, which we'll see if that actually ends up happening this year. The, the Snyders on As the World Turns coming together, you always have these families coming together. And usually it's the time of year, Christmas and Thanksgiving are the times when you get to see the really beloved characters who you have missed for so long throughout the mm-hmm. year and who are often ignored. And they come together and for a family episode and you get to see them. And it's one of the most enjoyable things that... 
I have when it, I mean, in terms of being thankful for in soap, in, in daytime soaps, that's what it is. Well, I just don't see how this is going to be one of our more fun podcasts because what's there to disagree about? That's my number four, actually. It's, it's more of the flashback holiday shows where they flashback to the year or flashback to characters that have gone or the you know, long-lost characters come back in a town and we see them once a year. I'm just a sap for it. I, I love it. I love the heart of it. I love the uh, tradition of it, be it Christmas, be it Thanksgiving, whenever it is. I'm, I, I'm a sucker for it. I can't help it. Pulls me in every time, and I'd much rather see that than... You well, know, abortions walking around. So well, and and I don't know that it has to necessarily say that this is going to be a boring podcast, but <laughs> because it's a time to be Not reflective. It's a time to be reflective, and people have to enjoy the fact that we take a moment to acknowledge the things that we enjoy. Right, and it's 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 just what soaps are based on emotion and sentimental value and and that's when that is at its best christmas thanksgiving and very rarely new year's very rarely but i will tune in for it every time oh yeah when i see the canes get together the cane women look in the mirror when i see uh the lewis's on guiding light the the pizza on the quarter pizza i just love the quarter i love them anyways and the fact that we saw ned this past week ned was was back I go, oh, that's the dude on SoapNet. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I love Ned. I miss Ned. Come on, guys. He should Where be back. I mean, exactly. And, and he's there for the episode. It's like, it's I just, just almost it. too I perfect. I love it. The quarter, it, hey, a quarter main. Wow, great. You know, it's not a you know a mom guy, and I really miss miss them. And when I do get to see him, I eat it up. I relish it, and I'm glad that they're there. So. Well, what's your your number four? My number four, we discussed this in in some depth in our previous podcast. Uh huh. Rosie's return to daytime. (laughs) And I say this just for the simple fact. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I say. Were you a Rosie fan before The View? I was okay. I'll put it this way. I enjoy. I enjoyed Rosie's show before The View when. She before she went into mean and nasty Rosie. Okay, all right. And, and so I, I I I always enjoyed that. And then okay. once she got into the whole mean and nasty Rosie, the queen of night or the queen she be, she went from the queen of nice to the queen of mean. I didn't. I have never really cared for her during the queen of mean stage. Okay. But this version of Rosie is somewhere in between those two. Okay. And I am. Thoroughly enjoying it, and I never thought I'd say that because it's just—it's like must-see TV. And once again, I hate to say it and steal the line for from NBC, but she's made the view worth watching again. Well, I, uh, last week I would have agreed with you. <laughs> uh, you're right; it is must-see TV. Uh, people are tuning in in droves, and that's what they wanted with Rosie. They're getting what they paid for. Um, I, I don't like how diligent she gets about certain things. I, I I disagree with her a lot, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just think she should tone it down some. But they're getting what they paid for. They're you know people are tuning in just like well, you said. And people they just said on the episode. other day that that Franz went and threw them a party because their ratings are up like they're either up like on average like 
almost a million viewers, if I'm remembering this correctly. It was off the cuff that they mentioned it, and so I, I wasn't really paying attention. But apparently their ratings are up substantially, and so he threw them a party. Which Well, that's great. I mean, he should. And that's why they brought Rosie in. So I can't, dis- I can't agree with you, of course, but I can't disagree. Hey, I disagreed with you. Fabulous. It's not going to be boring after all. But I see where you're coming from. They're getting I, what they wanted from Rosie. And, well, and it, it's just one of those things where I never used to record the view on, on DVR. <laughs> but now but now I record it. So, I mean, just so that I can watch the commentary section. So, so it doesn't when, bother you anymore that Rosie's sitting in Meredith's chair? Okay, the fact that Rosie... Uh, why did you have to bring that up? I'm I was sorry. trying to be thankful! <laughs> It still irks me that Rosie is sitting in Meredith's chair. I would have preferred that Joy sat there or Barbara moved to that spot. But considering the fact that I have absolutely no control over the seating arrangement on the view, I am just just thankful that Barbara is no longer sitting next to Rosie and that every time the screen came on with a yellowish-orange background color, Barbara's, I mean, head, hair did not disappear into the screen, and she looked like a bald woman. I'm just glad that is no longer <laughs> happening. I mean, is, is well, I'm just glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, the view needed the viewers, and after the star debacle, it's a welcome change. Well, even during the star debacle, the ratings were up because of all the interest it brought. Yeah, but it just wasn't interesting to me. You know what I mean? It was still boring. <laughs> At least Rosie's not boring. I'll give her that. All I know is I would love to have been the fly. I would love to have been the fly and actually be a fly on the wall of those dressing rooms right now. When like when you have things like the Kelly Ripa versus Rosie thing going on, a fly on the wall. She outs Clay Aiken on her show. Yeah. I would. Uh, I would love to be a fly <laughs> on the wall for those conversations. Oh yes, it would be. It would be interesting. <laughs> I would run. Actually, I wouldn't want to do it. So, is it my turn? Yes, it is. You're number three. My number three, and you're going to boo and hiss me, because you're going to say that they've lost their magic, that they aren't the super couple they could have been, blah, 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 blah. But the number three thing that I... Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Oh, please do. Please do. Please do. Kendall and Zach. Zach and Kendall. Get it right. (sighs) K comes before Z. (laughs) Zach and Kendall on All My Children. I think... They shine together. They're the only joy that I have in that show, except for the brief appearances by Myrtle. Were the scenes with those two this past week? With the spike, with the little baby spike. Okay, and did you see his hair? Okay, too much information. Too much information. (laughs) I just do not need to think about such things. You don't want to think about me procreating? Oh, well. No. Mike is so freaking cute. His face. Oh, yes, he does need a haircut. He's got the baby. He's got bangs like the guy from Heroes. I know he does. But that aside, he's such a good kid. He's so good natured. He's a good TV kid. He's got the best face, good eyes. He looks like Kendall's kid. He's beautiful. And well, I Zach still maintain is, that that kid is Zach's and not Ryan's. I hope so. I hope so. And Zach is wonderful with Spike. I mean, you see Zach with him more than Ryan. Zach is wonderful with Spike. And when they're together in their little family mode, it is so cute. And Zach and Kendall still bring the heat. The way they just stare at each other. They can, but I will say this. What they are now is 
pales in comparison to what they could be. No, I disagree. Because no. I like this Zack and Kendall. It's a mature Zack and Kendall. Yes. We, don't, we but, are not always in that but, romantic mode. But what I'm saying is that a mature Zack and Kendall, they could be more than what they are now as a mature Zack and Kendall if they had been the on-fire, amazingly hot, great writing storylines that would have built them up to be where to such a point. I argue that because they basically almost burned out in the process of getting to a mature couple, that they have not achieved the, their full potential. Well, I disagree. <laughs> I have to watch this show every day. <laughs> I think because, and it may be because the rest of the show is just so bad that they shine so brightly. They are just an oasis in the desert in that show. Oh, I will agree I, with I love it. I will agree. I mean, I'll give you that. I'm just saying that. Well, I'm just grateful for them. I'm grateful cons- for that oasis. Considering how, how badly they were botched in the stage between where they were so hot at the beginning and where they See, got to this point. Really well, they are really hot now, but the point in between was mm-hmm. horrible. But we're not talking about then. I'm grateful now that the way Zach stares at Kendall, like the the sun sets in her eyes. And, and I loved how so he grateful. went to Eric and told her he had she had to be there. Oh, yeah. She's always supportive of Kendall until she has to lift a finger. I wanted to go through the screen and hug him. It's about time somebody put Kendall first. It's about time somebody fought for Kendall that way. That is right. You know, I love them together. And I'm. if it wasn't for them on All My Children, I, I, I would be in a mental ward like Laura on General Hospital. So who's your number? Th- what's your number three? Well, my number three is also a couple. Uh-huh. Who based on my previous statement about Zach and Kendall, I think this is a couple that is on the rise. I think that this is a... Can I guess? No, not quite yet. I haven't finished describing it. All right. I think that this is a couple that has not had a bad middle part of their storyline that keeps them from potentially reaching their full potential. And I, it's a couple that... I really badly want to see have happiness, but at the same time, I want to see them end up in a triangle. So, who do you think it is? Sammy and Lucas. Nope. Oh, is it Dinah and Mallet? Nope. Okay, I have no idea. Robin and Patrick on General Hospital. Oh, they're adorable. I agree with that. They're they're adorable. Bringing Robin back has been the best thing possible for the show. It was like the moment that they brought her back. All of a sudden, we went from 80% mob to 70% mob. It was 78%. like... 78%. No, 70. I'll, I'll, give her, I'll give it its due. But we went from 80 to 70. And the fact that they have Patrick in there, and Patrick and her and have he's such... smoking hot. He, they have such great chemistry together. He understands her. She understands him. They both are from heritage families. She's a heritage character in of herself. I mean, granted, he's the son of a character who only came on screen so that he could become a character. But still. Right. Who cares? But still, they have great chemistry. And the storyline potentials, I can't wait to see them get together. I would love to see them either get married have some wedded bliss for a little while, or the other storyline that I would love to see, because I've always thought that th- she would be good with him, is to have a Robin and Nicholas storyline. Oh, yes. I, I think that I think that General Hospital is missing out big by, if they do not develop a Patrick-Robin 
Nicholas Triangle in the next year or two, they will have missed out on a huge potential for creating the equivalent of, say, a um, Jake, Vicky, Marley Triangle. I think that there is so much potential for th for those three if they would just do it. My only concern is that Nicholas is all of a sudden seems to be hanging around with Emily again. And not that they're a bad couple. It's just that I don't think they have. I mean, it's been they're there, boring. done that. It's been there, I'll done that. They're I mean, <laughs> if we could have a Patrick, if we could have a Patrick, Nicholas, Robin triangle, the way that they do, um, Brooke and Ridge and whichever other guy is in Brooke's life, I would not complain for at least three or four years. Oh no. What would we do with our time? I know it would it would be amazing. So the fact that they've come back and she's she's helped to rejuvenate the hospital and the hospital storylines. Robin and Patrick are definitely my third thing that I'm thankful for. Well, I think that's a great choice. Um, I can't disagree with it. They they're just adorable. That their couple name, of course, is Scrubs. Uh, how one of the great few is that? Ones. That's a, that's actually a and and one see, I can that. never remember that, and I and I and I wanted to remember it to be able to mention it, but it was like, how great is that? Well, that's a clever one. That's yeah. one of the ones I don't quibble with because that actually took some thought and it's actually cute. So and Patrick just went from an arrogant jerk to an arrogant lovebird. I just love him. He didn't lose his inner. And he's so uh, protective of her, and that's just what she needs. He's protective of her while letting it. her grow. Exactly. I mean, this whole horrible thing that she had with Jason about telling AJ the truth and how, you know, she was super I still bad think she that. got the bad rap for that. And she did get a bad rap for it. So it's so nice to see her in a romance where the guy is protective of her, you know, instead of the other way around. You know, I, I just love them together. And one of the few bright spots of General Hospital. Uh, Especially now that Luke me. and Laura are gone. Exactly. For me, it's one of the few bright spots of General Hospital. So I. I I like that choice, Luke. So, so what's proud. for your number two? My number two is Gina Tognoni, Tom Pelfrey, Robert Newman, Jordan Clark, Robert Bogue, Stephanie Gachet, Justin Deesh, Crystal Chappelle, Rod Rains, Beth Ellers, Ricky Paul Golden. In other words, the cast of Guiding Light. They are wonderful. <laughs> Last year at the Daytime Emmys, they walked off with four acting Emmys. Um... There's maybe one or two weak spots in that cast, and they're not even that weak. They're just not as strong as the rest. Or they're characters that you just don't like. Or so. their characters are not developed enough to the strengths of the actors. Let's just be fair. Um, it's just amazing how well they all act. They bring it every every day on a soap that's sinking faster than it's not know, sinking quite so much. Fast. It's not huh? quite. It's not sinking quite so much. Well, um, it's treading well, water. The rumors are still there. The rumors are still there that it's going to be canceled. That Guiding Light's going to be canceled. But these actors bring so much every day to a soap that has cut their budget to the bare bones. So, you know, actors are taking pay cuts. Sets are atrocious. Let's just be honest here. The stories aren't the best most of the time. Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're just really bad. Well, that's couple, indicative of any soap these days. Well, sure, but the couples try really hard to bring chemistry in each and every scene. I adore the cast of Guiding Light, and I'm thankful for them because they do make watching that show beyond enjoyable. I can't wait to see what Dinah's going to do. I can't wait to see if Josh is going to finally come to his senses and dump his sister-in-law and 
Justin Dees always makes me smile, and Beth Ellers and Ricky Paul Golden are so cute together, and Ron Raines is, is amazing, Alan, and, you know, all of them. And Jordan Clark finally finally gets his Emmy, and I'm thrilled. I just love them. I'm very grateful. Alexander needs more airtime, though. Who? Alexander. Oh, Alexander Marge, you say? Absolutely. They need to sign her to a contract instead of putting her in return. Yes. You know, our top five lists are following a similar pattern because mine was also about Guiding Light. It wasn't so much about the cast so much as the ratings. And what I am thankful for, and I'm going to try and be thankful for it because this show needs every leg up that it possibly can. (laughs) Folks, if you're watching this show and you're loving it and want to help it give a leg up, you need to go to a great site called Guiding Light City. They have a whole section there on how you can help save Guiding Light. But what I'm thankful for is that the ratings are up. In three of the past four weeks, Guiding Light beat All My Children and One Life to Live. And though it's tied for fifth with them this time and it was slightly behind, to me, you you, you take the nugget of greatness and shine a light on it and the fact that its ratings are moving mm-hmm. the fact that it's ra- I mean its ratings are moving it's moving up this is not well, a show I mean it's moving in years yeah it's I mean, for the first time in years this show is moving up it's granted it's moving up very slowly but it's just moving up and it's making a difference I mean slow and steady a year right. ago who would have imagined that it could have got a 2.4 oh not them I mean, it last a year ago. It was a year ago. It was in the two point what one or two range. Yes, two I point, mean, it even hit a one point nine at one point. We're up to two point four. This is a show that's on the rise. This is a show that if you are not tuning into it and you're sick of all the crap that's going on on All My Children or any of the other shows that you may be considered sick of something. You need to be tuning into this show just for the fact that it needs your help. It needs your viewership. We have and in so January, much. January, go. Ahead. I'm sorry. We have so much to be thankful for. We need to recognize that Guiding Light is making a move, and, and just January, be thankful for it. Yeah, in January it celebrates its 70th anniversary. 70th people, 70 anniversary of being on air. Well, and I what's mean, so scary about that is all the rumors that surround the 70th. That's when it's going to be canceled. Because right everybody, because everybody says it's not going to make it past the 70th. That it will make it to it, but. Go out on that note. And, folks, this is a show that should be around for 100 years, 130 years. It's so much fun. It's, it, I, I really love it. I grew up on it, as people who have listened to this podcast know. I've grown up on it. I'm very emotionally attached to it because it's one of the last links with my mother before she passed away. So I really encourage you to go to GuidingLightCity.com and click on DK. GL, don't kill guiding light, and do and see what you can do to help save guiding light. All right, on that okay. beautiful and uplifting note. And what is your number one drum roll, please? My number one are the divas of daytime. Divas of daytime. <laughs> uh, and some may argue with me. Each show has one. Each show has one. If you think about it, um, a diva leading lady slash matriarch. But you know. I love the Divas of Daytime. I love Susan Lucci. I love Jeannie Francis. I love Kim Zimmer, Susan Flannery, Jeannie Cooper, Erica Slazak, Francis Reed, Allie Mills, Elizabeth Hubbard, Martha Burns, Kathleen Hayes. I love them all. They bring just the uh, 
a grace and a personality to their roles. I'm grateful when they wheel Alice out every year with her donuts on Days of Our Lives. I love when Reva, that Reva's still front burner on Guiding Light. I love She Susan better be. Lucci, they're paying her enough. <laughs> that's right. Well, she deserves it. I love that Susan Lucci tosses that hair and stares down Zach when it comes to Kendall. I, I, I hate that Jeannie Francis isn't on General Hospital anymore, but I love her. She's a quintessential soap actress. I love Susan Flannery. She... She's one of the best actresses on daytime, as every, anybody knows. Jeannie Cooper on Young and the Restless. Catherine, she, she's a trip. <laughs> I love her. Erica Slezak on One Life to Live. Just all of them. I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for what they bring. Well, and I'm grateful for what they bring, but I still say that Sus- Susan Lucci's Erica Kane is not living up to its full potential. Not right now. Because the writing is so atrocious. This is all this is, is a Josh. This is a diva who's been basically stripped of all of her. I mean, she's been declawed. Yeah, it's sad. You know, and all my children were calling you out on that. You've declawed Erica Kane, and that's just wrong. How do you declaw the most famous diva in daytime? Erica Kane, people, and yeah. she's chasing after Jeff Martin, who she never really loved. Come on, her true love, Jackson, is right there. Put her back with him and give her her claws back. Make her Erica Kane. That's why we watch soaps. We watch them for these divas, for these, you know. And where is Julia Barr? This is a diva who should be on this list. She needs to be on this show. Exactly. Exactly. And yet she's leaving the show. So soaps, my number one thing that I'm grateful for are the divas of daytime. And I'm not alone. There's a lot of people who agreed with me because I asked a couple people about my top five list. And they said, that is a great number one. I love our divas. Bring them back. Keep them on there. Our matriarchs. Give them more airtime. Give them more airtime. Quit backfiring them, you know, being, you know, the motherly advice. Give them, you know, we want to see them in stories. Because guess what? We're your audience. (laughs) What's your number one, Luke? Drum roll, please. My number one. Hmm. I, how do I... How do I even begin to describe how thankful I am for this? I mean, if I was a child or if I had a child and I was tucking them in at night for prayers and saying, okay, pray to Jesus for such and such, this would have been on my list. And it's like a miracle. Okay. And that is Sheffer arriving (laughs) on Days of Our Lives. That That was going to be my number five. That's so funny. (laughs) There is... No, words cannot describe. I mean, the only thing possibly better that Sheffer, than Sheffer being on Days of Our Lives if he was, is if he was back at Ad, As the World Turns. And since all, that's all not... All my children. <laughs> well, but since that's not going to happen, the fact that he is on Days of Our Lives, the fact that he is going to... And is all. I mean, you can already see the signs. Now, granted, there's things that people don't like that he's doing, but you know what? He did some things that fans didn't like on As the World Turns as well. But this is a man who can save a show with as much heritage, with as much. Fa- I mean, okay. You, when you think of super couples, you think of Luke and Laura as being the biggest super couple. But when it comes to sheer number of super couples and oh. the. There is no over and over exactly. There is no soap that beats Days of Our Lives. This is a man who has an appreciation for daytime drama, who will be able to come in and work with 
days of our lives strengths and make them excel and you can already see it we are now a little over a month into his being in there mm-hmm. and the difference in one month is so amazing i am <laughs> it is so day. i am so thankful that he's in there like seriously this is not like there's i can't even think of anything else to be more Apparently thankful for not you know and it's it, that's what Sheffer brings to you because I know he's your hero and it's good. It's that was not an insult. That is really great that he's struck he has struck a chord in you. That you were so grateful that you can't even voice how great. <laughs> well it's it is. well it's not so and it's but it's not so much it's not so much necessarily him as the fact that he's in charge of a show that With I history. personally have like I feel of all the shows I have the most connection to it because I've watched it the longest. Oh, okay. And so that's nice for for me. I mean, you grew up with Guiding Light. Well, okay. I I was not watching Days of Our Lives in the Womb, but my <laughs> earliest memories of soaps are of Days of Our Lives, and of Marlena and of Sammy and Lucas, and to be able to see him come in and be able to start doing these characters justice, to rehabilitate these characters, to get to well. I won't say get rid of some characters that need to get rid of them because not all of them should have gone. I don't and agree with them on all. And it's not all him either. No, but I mean, what he is doing already is, I mean, just that alone has been worth whatever days of our lives is paying him. Whatever else comes in the future is just a bonus. Well, I loved what you said about the super couples because you you are so right. Days of Our Lives has really. Made they've had super couple. Uh, they've had Bo and Hope. They've had John and Marlena. They Marlena, had Roman and Marlena. Roman Sammy and Marlena, Sammy, Sammy and Brittany. They had um, Jack and Jan. And Patch, Jack and Jennifer. Uh, they uh, had, Shane and Kimberly. I mean, it should, it's just going well, on and on and on. Then they had Austin and um, Carrie. Carrie. Then they had well, Carrie and Mike. They man. had. I mean. <laughs> Just in terms of major couples that have gotten major, like the equivalent of super couple status in terms of magazine covers, in terms of publicity, there is there is no show. Calliope, do you remember them? They were huge because they were offbeat and crazy and not the typical beautiful couple. And if Sheffer can honor that tradition and bring us some more, like if Nick and Chelsea, if Nick and Chelsea take off, that will be the single. I mean, he will he will single handedly have done the impossible yes and make chelsea you know worth watching um make billy give her a storyline outside of Bo. well she's starting to get that exactly exactly um Bo and hope are finding their way back together i mean mickey and maggie were a big couple you know uh, Uh, there there's no show that has done as many what quote-unquote super couples as days of our lives general hospital had the biggest the General Hospital had the biggest, but they have oh, not sure. had the most. Now they introduced the, yeah. the whole super couple, you know, craze, and and then here comes Days of Our Lives, and they just it was lightning in a bottle over and over and over again, and and if Sheffer can honor that, like I said, he's gold, and he brings he brings a kind of a controversy. If you're understanding, a lot of people don't like what he writes, but the man can write and he brings he brought those emmys to as the world turns and if he can bring that to days of our lives an emmy for days of our lives well okay if he he could i'll i think he could get him nominated i think he can get him nominated but i don't know that he can win it just because of the i don't think they can win it just because of the politics because i mean 
Okay, if it's in not terms of hospital. if in terms of daytime storylines, okay, we we've discussed Riva, we've discussed Nancy Lee, or we've discussed Zimmer, we've discussed Nancy Lee Gron, we've discussed now Jeannie Francis. But you know who had a, probably the performance of their career this year? The, oh. Yeah, the actress who, yeah, who plays that. That woman deserves a nomination. And considering how little Days of Our Lives actually gets nominated. Exactly. That's what I mean. They so deserve. Yeah. The deathbed, the Zach deathbed scenes. Oh, wrenching. And Sheffer wasn't even writing that. Just imagine if Sheffer was writing it. You know? (laughs) How much better would that be? He's, he's really bringing it and it's a, it's a such a noticeable difference. It's not even funny. And no offense to the former head writer on there. Um, I know his time was split between the two soaps, but I am very grateful, as you are. It's not my number one, but I'm very grateful, as you are, that Days for Lives has a, has a good, good, good focused head writer in there. Well, it's, and it's just one of those things where you can't be too thankful because you have to count your blessings when you get them and in daytime these days especially if you're an all my children fan or a one life to live fan and suffering what is going through i mean my god suffering folks, is right people. we are going through the i mean de- the wilderness with those soaps to crawling so, through the desert just looking for a horse with no name well and, and the awful. thing about it is is folks it is not that we bash the soap those two soaps or on a regular basis because we hate them. We, no, we love them. We love them. And the reason and the the reason we will say the things that we do is because we love them so much and we're not going to let them get by without putting voicing what we see as going wrong and what so many people see as going wrong because right. it's because for you mothers out there for this kind of analogy, you wouldn't stand by and let your child that you loved go down a wrong path without stepping in. This is the same thing. We are we love all my children. We love one life to live. We we cannot stand by and watch what's happening to those soaps and not say anything. That's just the bottom line. You know, it's just it, awful. Yeah. And folks, so we want to be, we want to take this opportunity in the spirit of Thanksgiving to say what we're thankful for. But I hope that you the listeners never think that we're ragging on these things because we hate them because it's not that it's the fact that we love them and we know what potential they can achieve exactly and if we didn't care so much we wouldn't even talk about it and you could tell Um, well hey reader nikki wrote in her she actually as always we asked for our input for your input in our podcast, dear readers, and reader Nikki sent in her picks for the top five things she's grateful for in daytime. Would you like to hear them, Luke? Of course. Of okay. course. Okay. Her number five is, and I quote, female bantry catfight delight for which to entertain myself, end quote. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, read them all through and then let's go over them again. All right. Number four. It gives me subject matter to make music videos. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, she's actually, like, she's one of the few people who's taken us up on the fact that we want to put people's YouTube videos on. And so she's been one of those people who emails us in and say, hey, here's a link to my YouTubes. She's, she's really and she good does, at it. Yeah, she is. So her number three is Forbidden Romance Galore. Number two is Hunky Eye cab Candy, preferably in a half-naked state. All right. 
And her number one reason to be grateful for daytime is, I have met what I consider to be some of my best friends through online sites dealing with soaps. I think it's pretty good. Aww. Top five. What do you think? I know. She's I great. know. Um, okay. The things that I would say that I agree with her most on would be number five and number three. What number was number three? five really? again? Number five was female bantry catfight delight for which to entertain myself. Okay. I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm doing this from memory okay. as I remember. What was number three? Forbidden romance galore. Okay. I agree with number five. <laughs> because the – I don't know how to explain this, but for those of you who haven't listened to the previous co- podcast, big Greenlee fan here. I have all the best banter that all my children had um when it was at its best in the recent years was Kendall and Greenlee's banter. When you have two characters that have as great dialogue as they do, or more recently, let's see, what would be current good examples? Kate and Sammy, um who else should we th- mention, Lisa? Um oh. oh, you mean bantery chicken? Yes. Um, <laughs> or fast dialogue. Way. I mean Dinah, oh, uh, Dinah and Drew Ma- and Phyllis. Drew, oh yeah, there is a perfect example. There is no two better example of frenemies currently on TV than Phyllis and Drew when those two are going at it. I mean, it's just exactly. something you love, and so they, I completely you see agree the with her. And you know, I really like that. And and the cat fights. She even kind of refers to the cat fights. I like the cat fights when they're done right and they're fighting over something worth fighting for you know oh exactly i mean that's fun and and dinah and harley on guiding light those oh, well, two are dinah great and cassie used to throw down i mean it was fabulous <laughs> and, you know well it was fabulous because i'll bet dinah was kicking Har- uh, cassie's butt actually yeah she, cassie held her own but you know that's what we miss about what well, i miss is a good cat fight between two characters like carly on uh, general hospital always goes after people I'm, I'm over that. You know? Well, and the thing about her is, though, Carly and Alexis have always been good rivals. Carly and Robin have always been good rivals. I mean, those are characters. Carly and Elizabeth, Carly and blah, blah, blah. Well, Carly granted, Carly is pretty much a rival with everyone. but Exactly. Um, but there's no debating that some, the, her dialogue with those rivals tends to be pretty good. Well, and we enjoy that. We want smart dialogue between smart, strong women. And, hey. I'm glad she's grateful for that. I think that's really good. Now, what's another one that what's you, the other one that you Well, num- well, I don't know that so much agree with, but it's the one that I can mention. And that's number 3. <laughs> Forbidden romance galore. Okay, I can appreciate the fact that sh- n- that you're attributing romance to daytime, Nikki. But there's not been very much romance in daytime lately, at least in my opinion. Well, just it's from a this... lot of instant gratification on these soaps now. It's like, okay, let's see if we can make a super couple. Bam, they're in bed. It's in and out. It's a revolving door on these soaps. I it's... mean, it's it's like, it's like Quickie Mart. Hello, come again. But when Zach and Kendall, that's one thing Megan McTavish does well on. Do on not. She... Oh no! Do I not know, say that her dragging like out things is good. No, no, no. <laughs> She can do initial buildup of romances. Initial. She has no follow through. Like she exactly. ma- the beginning but is Zach great, the end is great, the middle sucks. Oh, I know. But when Zach and Kendall were falling in love, it and it you know, if she means forbidden like unrequited love, like, you know, I don't know if he loves me and she I don't know if she loves me, blah blah blah. That was really good. That it, but forbidden, maybe she's talking about the cousins on Guiding Light. No. I, I don't know. But 
you know, I think what she means when it's done right, it's done well. Well, and I can't blame her for that. Based on other emails that Nikki has sent us, I would assume that she might mean that Forbidden Romance could be something like Dusty and Lucy, because she's a big fan of those, too. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have to have her send in a clarification of what Forbidden Romance means. Well, I would want Dusty with Jessica, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> I really agreed with number Jessica two. Jessica as in the DA? Yeah, I think they'd be great together. Hmm. A woman Never thought his of age. You know, that'd be great. The hunky eye candy, you know, when James Scott takes off his shirt, I'm cool with that. <laughs> David Fumero, fine. Um, David Fumero, uh, remind Christian me. Christian on oh, okay. Would Like to Live. Fine. Tut Watkins can walk around in an apron all day long. Fine with me. <laughs> uh, I do not turn the channel. I actually stay on the channel and go, wow. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Um, I love that she said gives me subject matters to make music videos because YouTube has been a great influence for me because I'm able to go back and rewatch. Don't say that too loud. Oh, okay. Just just when you just when you say it, then YouTube will go and purge things. That's right. They went well, and purged all kinds of content recently on the primetime side of things. Okay. I'll bet you they're not doing it on the daytime though, just because the soaps need it. Watch, yeah, when I can watch classic clips that I had forgotten about or really wanted to rewatch and to just remember. I've been able to go to YouTube and watch Reva jump in the fountain and declare herself the slut of Springfield. I've been able to go and watch, you know, Elizabeth's rape on General Hospital. Um, I've been able to watch those and I am so grateful for that. So when she she said that about the music videos, I went automatically to YouTube and thought, you know what? I am grateful that YouTube's here and it gives me the chance to go back and watch classic scenes, watch Bo and Hope, you know, declare their love for each other for the first time. And that's great. So, yeah. Way to go, Nikki. Thank you for your top five. I appreciate that. And if you are a new listener to this podcast, be sure to email us your top five list. Um, next week's topic, we are going to be discussing the top five underrated characters in daytime. So and if you if you have you want a t- to expand what that might mean for people that are not sure. Well, basically it means if you think there is a character who is a gem who does not get enough airtime, just off the top of my head, I'm sure one of the or two of these people might show up on one of our lists. Say someone like Henry on As the World Turns or Absolutely. That's Rox- a brilliant one. Or Roxy on One Life to Live. Another brilliant one. Um, let's see here. Um All My Children. I'm trying to think of Opal Simone. on All My Children, Simone on All My Children. Granted, at this point, Brooke could be on this list. Um, <laughs> so could David. <laughs> the, I mean, if you have... Amy an, on uh, General Hospital. Alexandra um, on Guiding Light. Um, exactly. Basically, these are characters who could bring so much to the show if they had their own storylines. So, top five underrated characters... In daytime, um, you could prefer they actually still be on the show. You can't yeah. say somebody like Laura when she's not on contract anymore. Yes, current Hospital. like when we talk about these topics, unless we specifically say past, right? We're meaning current. So, email us your top five underrated characters for your soaps. Whether that whether you're an all ABC watcher, email us all ABCs. If you're an all CBS, email us all CBS. If you are, if you watch just NBCs, you can email us. That's fine. If you watch them all, that's fine as well. It's just we would like to know what your lists are for top five underrated characters. Um, as always, if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to 
um, email us, dc at tvfanonline. Check out the forums. We've got a great .com. group of posters there. It's tvfanonline.com slash forums. <laughs> um, we would love to have you. We're going to do shout-outs um, as new people um, register and join the forums. I believe this week we had someone join by the name of Loop Dog. So Loop welcome, Dog. So welcome to the forums. What's up? <laughs> um, let's see. What else is there? Oh, if you have MySpace, we have a MySpace account. It's tvfanonline.com. Wait, 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 no. Sorry. It's myspace.com slash tvfanonline. Um, add us to your friends. Um, we do updates whenever we update the site. We put those out on there so you can be the first to know. Um, and it takes a lot of time and work energy and money to keep these things up. And if you feel like donating, we'd appreciate it. You don't have to, of course. But if you want to keep the site going and care to help defer expenses we we would really appreciate it on our front page of tvfanonline.com there's a donate button on the is it the left side yes on the left side and you know if you'd like to donate we would appreciate it it would help a lot any amount would would help so much and there's different ways that you can do it with the holiday season coming up um if you don't have money to actually donate to us directly if you're planning on buying anything through amazon.com you can um, click on that a small portion of that will come to us if you're planning on buying stuff through itunes click on one of the itunes links on the site um, a small portion of the money will come to us if you're looking for magazine subscriptions you can um, subscribe to magazines through us they're actually cheaper than the discounted prices on the newsstands absolutely there are um let's see what else is there i think i'm i was forgetting something but i'm maybe not um no i think amazon the magazines and itunes covers it and we and, and as always please visit the sponsors on the site that that goes to that helps us out too we appreciate that and our google search on the site that helps too Oh I yeah, every every little <laughs> every little bit helps, folks, and and is appreciated. Oh yes, most definitely, because um, we are just well, basically the whole purpose of this site is for fans by fans, and what we are is a great group of fans who've gotten together to help create this site, and it takes a, a fair amount of money to run it, but we appreciate any th help that you might be able to provide. And we appreciate you listening, and join us next week when we. Talk Dis some more and disagree some more. And discuss our top five underrated characters. Be sure to email your list once again. Until next week, we hope that you have a great, safe, and pleasant week. Hopefully your bosses won't be too much of a pain because of the <laughs> holiday season. But Have a great week, everyone. Talk to you later, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.